0: From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now, your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
1: Hello, and welcome. Welcome, race fans. Yeah. To the. uh, I have a much shorter leash here. Hold on a second. I forgot to flip some switches on the cameras over there. Oh, I see. My bad. Couldn't reach with my uh, little earbud things here. Anyways, welcome to the. Uh, yeah, you're just so super cool without the headphones. Well, I. Got tired of looking like Princess Leia with the things on the side of my head here. They're called ears. Live from the uh, Ron Miller Race Car Studio, it's the Hammerdown Racing Report. Show number 35 for May 31st. 35? That's a great number. You're right. (laughs) Somebody should paint that on the side of a race car. Yeah. Good show for you. On the way tonight, we'll be talking to uh, late model driver Rusty Schlenk. Uh, we'll talk to him about uh, dropping out of the World of uh, Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series. Uh, also asking about a little incident that happened at uh, I-96 this past weekend. If you haven't heard about that, stay tuned. It's a race that he didn't win. That he, yeah, that happened. Uh, also on the show tonight, your official weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman. we got a brand new record report coming up as well. Matt Lindsay's on that. Really? Yeah. Matt's a cool guy. Well, see, now you're excited about the record
2: report. I'm excited about Matt Lindsay being on. The wrecker report, I'm not so sure.
1: All right, then. Uh, if you wreck your car or you bend something or you lose something, uh, make sure to call Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah, please do. 734-856-7223. Uh, all the rainouts, I'm sure, have uh, helped you catch back up a little bit, maybe? I'm not sorry. a lot. Not a lot? I said a little. Uh, there's still guys
2: that haven't had their cars out. and And they blame you? Yeah. We've uh, we've got a road race car coming in tomorrow morning for a roll cage. So,
1: so yeah, not just dirt cars. You do uh, pretty oh, much anything. Oh, everything. Drag race cars, dirt cars, street, whatever, you, whatever you're... I've seen some weird-looking... It's almost uh, like, uh, what is it, counting cars, some of the stuff I've seen in your shop.
2: Kind of weird. Counting. You you saw the uh, three-wheeled motorcycle, the banana, right? Yeah, I think yep, so. Yep, yep, yeah. yep.
1: You had, like, a car you were helping... Uh, uh northview correct students uh with a few we years did ago
2: some, we did some work on their hovercraft too oh yeah i do remember seeing that so for a, if a, it
1: if it's got a motor pretty much uh you'll work on it or have parts for it or can get parts for it
2: we did a uh, volkswagen beetle early volkswagen beetle four-wheel drive with a big block chevy that was probably the most outrageous thing we did Okay, then. What
1: else is new, Scott? Uh, well, we're going to talk to uh, Rusty here in just a little bit. You already uh, said that. I know. I want to keep... Uh, it's called a tease. Uh, last weekend, we had a lot of action uh, around the area, a lot of racing uh, that actually did happen, despite fin- some... Finally. Despite uh, some rain uh, that happened on Saturday, Attica had the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions on Friday night, Kel Thomas from Fairfield, Indiana, past Joey Saldana. Uh, for his first All-Star feature win, Steve Kester from uh, Holland, Ohio, he won the late model uh, feature. And Bobby Clark out of Fremont uh, was a 305 winner. We're going to be having uh, Steve Kester on next week.
2: He's been on quite a roll lately, so yeah. he's definitely definitely newsworthy.
1: Absolutely. Lima Land Motorsports Park uh, had uh, Jared Horseman out of Cliverdale, Ohio, winning the NRA Sprint Invaders feature. Jordan Conover won his first Thunderstock feature of the year, and Tony Anderson won the modified feature. Oakshade Raceway. We had uh, Rusty Schlenk uh, pick up the American Late Model Series win. Brad Eitner uh, won uh, the Sportsman feature, and uh, I, first time I remember seeing him in a, a Sportsman in at least quite a while.
2: Well, there's there's a backstory to that. Um, there's a young man that is uh, coming up from go karts, and uh, they wanted. They wanted Brad to shake the car down and make sure nothing was going to fall off and throttle and brakes and all those things were going to work well. And Apparently it I, worked. I believe this weekend you'll see a different driver in that car, maybe like 15 years old.
1: We're not going to say his name? I don't know oh you I? don't know is okay all right i thought you were withholding stuff there no no that was just a tease <laughs> good job <laughs> i teach you well jeff folks uh, jr uh picked up the bomber a there at oakshade and cory gum was the compact winner oh and justin gamber won the uh bomber b main who was second in the bomber b main scott uh, i don't know but i had a good i had a good view of the winner yeah yeah right there for you second. saw his tailpipes I, something Second congratulations. Second is the first loser.
2: Congratulations. No, Thank that's you. not the way it is. You you ran a very good race, and there are a few of us that were very proud of you.
1: All right. Well, it's because all that work Ron Miller Racecars did on the car over the uh, the holiday there. Yeah, we try. Or the the Christmas or the uh, this winter. Must, this must be a the mutual process.
2: admiration society must tonight. Be, yeah. Uh,
1: Flat Rock Speedway. Brian uh, Berg-a- Bergaker. 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 He won the Diamond Racing uh, Products Joy Fair Memorial 100 Lap Feature uh, after a two-hour rain delay. Another track that had a rain delay, mm-hmm. Oak did as well, but uh, ended up running. Street Stocks uh, ran only features, though, due to the rain delay, and Grant Hedges led all the uh, laps in the A Main. Former champion Anthony Camilli won the uh, Street Stock B Main.
2: I understand that uh, the Joy Fair Memorial, the 100 Lap race that they ran, and uh, arca gold cup race was very well attended and just a very great race to watch uh, flat rock sometimes turns into caution after caution wasn't the case i think they were virtually through with the race before the caution flew and set up a, a really interesting finish
1: i remember watching joy fair race uh, i
2: remember racing with joy fair
1: he had a long career yeah some of us have (laughs) he had a long career my parents were dating when uh, they used to watch him at flower
2: yeah he used to run the old style super modifieds all over the midwest so
1: um where was i here Uh, fremont speedway craig mintz just edged out uh, brady bacon for the 5000 win 410 sprint feature Uh, jake brown won the uh, nra sprint invader feature for uh, he's out of uh, brantford ontario canada was his first uh, Fremont feature win. And Steve Rando out of Lindsay, Ohio, won the 305 feature. Uh, Wayne's field on Sunday. They had the uh, All Star uh, Circuit of Champions there. And Christopher Bell picked up the uh, Bob Hampshire Classic win. Wow. Uh, supposedly, that was a great show. I guess both those uh, All Star shows uh, turned out to be pretty good. And I think the uh, the Saturday night show got rained out that was supposed to be at Wayne County. Very good. Uh, Eldora Speedway was in action Sunday night. They had the uh, Johnny Appleseed Classic. Devin Gilpin uh, was the winner of that, the American Late Model Series feature event. RJ Otto was the modified winner, and Paul Pardo was the Eldora stock winner. In in case anybody is
2: interested in second place, that was Matt Miller in the late models. Yep.
1: I didn't didn't dig too deep into that. I missed that. Uh, No races are scheduled this weekend at Eldora. The Dream's coming up uh, the weekend of the 7th and the 8th already world of uh, outlaw craftsmen late model series were off uh, this past weekend their next race coming up uh tomorrow at 411 motor speedway in seymour tennessee and then uh, saturday night they're at volunteer speedway in bulls gap tennessee lucas oil uh, late models were at lucas oil speedway in wheatland uh, missouri bloomquist he won uh, thursday night jimmy owens won friday and bloomquist uh, won the 30,000 uh, 26 annual lucas oil show me 100 on saturday night remind
2: me to ask rusty schlenk now rusty's a very technically oriented racer and uh there was something wrong with scott Bloomquist's car and uh oh yeah I, I know what you're talking yeah, about okay. I, I need to i need to ask rusty if maybe we need to start adjusting our cars a little differently
1: you don't need that left front it's not important <laughs> highly highly overrated yeah uh, Donny Schatz won his ninth feature uh, Friday night at the Dirt Track at Charlotte in World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series action. Brad, sweet pass sh- uh, shots with less than uh, 10 to go Monday at Lawrenceburg Speedway for the win. Uh, this weekend, the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars are at I-96 tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Ooh. And that's for the uh, Rumble in Michigan. And then uh, they're at Wilmot Raceway in Wilmot, Wisconsin for the Badger 40 on Saturday night all-stars uh mentioned Kel thomas one at attica uh rained out saturday at wayne county and christopher bell won at uh, waynesfield and uh did you see the uh, millstream tweet or not tweet the uh, facebook post i think i did yeah that was uh it was pretty interesting was the first time uh, they had uh, made a social media post in quite a while and uh, they updated they they made a post to basically let folks know there would be no races there on so i
2: think this weekend if you remember the original schedule was supposed, was supposed to, be to be the all-star
1: All-stars. i think that's what moved to uh... Right. waynesfield
2: and i think they just wanted to let the fans know that wasn't
1: going to be there okay most people i think it was not uh... not surprising anyway uh... andrea weaver who we had on the show last week we had the, that big go-kart uh, tire discussion uh... and had lots of uh... other comments uh, and messages afterwards on that that's an ongoing thing but uh she thanked us and said we were good luck because she won a uh, 250 dollar cart race nothing wrong with that that's no, more than the bombers pay so good job what are you yeah what do you make scott less than that uh, not, not even home? half that um all right lost where i was yep that's it let's talk to rusty how about we get him on the phone all right uh, hello
2: rusty Oh, we got a call first. Whoa, four one nine.
1: Actually, it's not four one nine. I'm sure he gives his number out uh, for his shop. So I'm sure he does. <laughs> it's not a. City. He was going to come in tonight, but he had to take his uh, son to.
3: Enjoy this Verizon ringback tone while your party is reached. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I hope we're not going to get dinged with copyright for, or, uh playing copyrighted music. No, is this copyrighted? It's... I think this is pretty much public domain. Hello? R- Rusty, hello. Is this Rusty? Yeah, it is. Oh, all right. I got the right number. All right. It's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. How's it going? Uh, good. How are you? Pretty good. You get your uh, son to to baseball practice, okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. What do you what do you got going on there? I'm
3: working on my uh, own Marquis car, trying to get it ready for
1: him. All right, fair enough. So you're you're busy like Ron is then.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little more busier than Ron though. He he only races one night a week in his old age.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. He, he does have a point there. Huh? <laughs> and he, he, Rusty has traveled a lot more than you over the this the past few months. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's start off uh, by talking about that. What what uh, what went on with the uh, World of uh, Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Tour? You started running that and then uh, decided uh, not to do that anymore.
3: Well, yeah, we uh, it, it, at the beginning being the year we decided uh, we decided we we're gonna try it. Um, it was either between that or the summer nationals, and uh, we decided we would uh, give the World of Outlaws a shot. And if it didn't work out, we'd drop off and do the summer nationals deal, which is how it ended up working. But no, we only had uh, we had another weekend or two to to make a decision. If we'd have kept running it, we wouldn't be eligible to to do the Rookie of the Year deal anymore for the World of Outlaws. That'd be my only shot at it. So, um, and we we got so far behind, we had that DNF down at Volusia, um, and then we had. The, the very next race we went down to why not and we had a bunch of rain outs in between and we had another DNF down to why Not, and it just we were just so far behind the eight ball that it kinda it kinda killed us. So it just made more sense to drop off and maybe give it a run again next year. What was uh
1: what was the problems that were causing all the DNFs there?
3: Well the the problem in Florida was uh a blue number one car <laughs> 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 decided he wanted to wad up half the field in front of me. Uh and I was one of them. Um And then uh, uh, at Why Not, we started in the back of the the feature that night. We made the feature through the heat, but started deep in the field made it up to, I don't know, 14th or 15th. It was going to the front and stripped out of fuel pumps. So just, uh, just bad luck.
1: Well, if it wasn't for bad luck, you'd probably have none, right?
3: Hey, well, that's kind of how our weekend, uh, our last
1: couple weeks have been, anyway. Are there plans to uh, go back to that tour maybe next year and uh, run again?
3: For uh, yeah, maybe year? next year the year after. We'll, we'll see how things go, um, see where we're sitting, um, finance-wise, at the, uh, after this winter and after this season, see how things go. But, yeah, it's definitely something I want to do. Uh, it's fun. I like racing with those guys, and it keeps me on top of my game and keeps me... Uh, uh it, it definitely lets me lets me know that my program's not where I thought it was we uh we we got to work our butts off to to keep up with those guys uh, on the on the national level so but um I mean it shows when we go race with those guys and then come home and race race here i mean it it definitely steps up our program and we're we're a lot we're a lot stronger here at the local and regional level than we than we ever have been so
1: so you're gonna run the the summer national tour then this year
3: yeah we're gonna to give it a shot uh we uh we thought we were going to be all geared up for it and ready to go but Man, here in the last week, we uh, <laughs> we've just had everything go wrong. We flipped the car the other night, so now we got to spend the next two weeks putting the car back together. And we uh, we had the generator go out in the motor home, put another generator in it, or generator in it, and it caught on fire this week. Oh out no! Out on the road, and yeah. Uh, Poor Tyler the car owner, he got all burned up and his face uh, he looks like Freddy Krueger now. <laughs> Jeez. Uh
1: speak, speaking of that uh that flip uh, incident uh, that happened Friday night. Uh here I got something I want to play for you and then then we'll talk about it. Are you ready? All right. Here we go.
0: Rich Bell with a nice start. He's to the inside in turn number one. Rich Bell going to put a slide job on Rusty Slank. Slank has to check up. They make contact down the back straightaway. They're all wrecking. Here we go. Down the back straightaway. Big problems. Rusty Slank up and over. Down the back straightaway. Rusty is uh, coming across the infield here. And he's headed right for Rich Bell on the front straightaway. He's going to confront that 21B machine of Rich Bell. He grabs him by the helmet, shakes him around a little bit there. It's fight night at I-96.
1: So did you just have a, a nice conversation with, with Mr. Bell there? or What, what, yeah, what, what went down yeah. at I-96 on Friday night? <laughs> I,
3: had to, I had to shake him and wake him back up, make sure he was, uh, sure he was paying attention to what happened. <laughs> uh, I
2: figured you were just giving him an, an invitation to Thanksgiving
1: dinner.
3: <laughs> no, no, he definitely he fell off the Christmas list this week.
1: <laughs> so so what 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 exactly happened from your perspective there on Friday night?
3: Uh- I mean it, it was a it was a, a calculated risk that he didn't calculate very well. <laughs> um and it there there wouldn't have been the, the second part of that uh that audio clip you just played wouldn't even have happened if uh, if, if I wouldn't have had a run in with him a few years back but he did the same thing to me at LaSalle a couple years ago and uh junked one of my cars there um put me head first into the turn one wall after I led Thirty-one or thirty-some laps out of a, a forty-lapper over there, and had them cleared. And w- same thing, we had half a lap on the field and had a caution, bunch us back up, and he tried being a hero on a restart and uh, put me in the fence there. And I mean, kind of the same thing here. Uh, you can, you can, you can view that video from a couple different perspectives, but I mean, from from where I'm sitting, and I'm sure Ron, uh, being in a race car, he kind of knows how it is when you're wide open on a cushion, and the guy, uh, the the track's that slick, and the guy pulls the slide job in front of you and parks it, there's not much you can do, I mean, you can see in the video, I turned left, trying to miss him, and um, thought I had him cleared, but my right front just clipped his left rear, and I jumped his tire, and we got stuck together, and
1: then... Everybody plowed in behind you
3: yep so um i don't know it was uh i mean, it, it was a racing deal but uh it was it was the second time that uh, a miscalculated racing deal had had cost me a a really good race car and and a good paying race and and he had uh, he'd done both of them to me so that <laughs> the i i'm time pretty sure the I'm, edge a little bit
2: i'm pretty sure rich bell's not real high up on uh eric Spangler's driver list either.
3: I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's real high up on a few people lately he's uh, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong I, I've, I've always got along want to go to Rich uh, I like Rich out of the race car and um, I mean it, it, uh, you know me Ron I I like to I'll, I'll solve the problem after the races and I'm an old school guy I'm a, I grew up watching Earnhardt and Rusty Wallace beat the crap out of each other on the racetrack and off the racetrack and shake hands and go out to dinner the next week yeah. so, so um, I I I, I, <laughs> I express my displeasure and um, I'm sure if he come up and shook my hand and apologized, and uh, we'd we go right back racing and being buddies like we used to. Um, I mean, that's how I grew up, and that's that's kind of, I guess that's my mentality when it comes to racing. Is uh, we're all going to make mistakes, and if I make a mistake, I expect to have to pay the consequences. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've had people come after me before for 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 doing something stupid on the racetrack, and I mean, I I expect it. You know what I mean?
2: I heard that the ethanol series <laughs> gave you a week off. No. Uh, no one. I unpleasant. thought it was just one race, right?
1: Just
2: Which
3: one would be race. a week, right? Yep, yeah, they they penalized me four hundred dollars and gave me a night off and took and, my points away for that for that race. Also, and
2: no unpleasant news from UMP though.
3: <laughs> nope, never got a call from UMP. Um, I was honestly expecting it. Usually when I do something stupid like that, Sam calls me and yells at me. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> you do you plan to run any more uh, ethanol uh, races you you
3: picked up the uh, win at uh... unless unless it's going to benefit us in some way i'm I, I don't plan on i don't plan on supporting that deal um i mean i feel like they could have handled it a little different it was it was the first time i'd ever had a, an altercation at, in at the race and and done anything like that i mean there there was no blood there was there, there, was, there was nothing major that happened other than me shaking him around a little bit and going back to my pits uh, i mean i've seen way worse than that happen at a racetrack and nobody ever got penalized so
2: well and initially the the word all over the internet was that you were pummeling his helmet and
1: uh, I, I read a it, couple it, different things were there any punches thrown or were you just shaking uh, shaking
3: well, there was some shaking, and I, I'm, I'm sure I smacked his helmet around a little bit. but I mean You're not going to hurt pad. somebody when he's got <laughs> his helmet on. <laughs> it's like football players punching the, each the other. Thing, my fist hurts worse than his helmet, I can promise you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, were you okay after? I mean, that was a pretty nasty-looking uh, uh, hit there that uh, flipped you up and over, and then you got yeah, hit, when, got hit when you were really upside down. The
3: next day, ribs hurt a little bit, but um, no, it's it's not my first rodeo. We've, we've been upside down a couple times, so um, no, I'm, I'm used to it. It was... Uh, it was probably one of the softer flips I've ever had. The, uh, the, the part that hurt the worst was the people hitting me while I was upside down. <laughs> you know, just an
2: FYI, that's not something that... No, you shouldn't be used to that, Rusty. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good point. Uh, it looked like uh, once you got out of the car, you started walking kind of down toward... I, I just saw some of the videos. You, you were walking down toward the infield. And uh it kind of looked like you kept looking like back over your shoulder to see if anybody was following you. Yeah, did I don't you know, know what you're talking about? Did
3: you know where you were going at that moment? Yeah, I looked like I had it looked like I had a big, big enough lead that they weren't going to catch me. I was a, I was a <laughs> sprinter in high school. I'm a little fatter than I used to be, but
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. The, the second video. I saw you running from about halfway through the uh, infield and the officials are chasing after you. <laughs> but they gave you enough time to uh, express what you needed to express to uh, Rich.
3: Yeah, I let him know what I thought and went on about my business. So um, yeah, I, I don't feel the ethanol held it, handled it the way that I think any other series would have handled it. I mean, I I probably should have got a probation or, or something or a or warning and it, a, a slap on the wrist. And if you do that again, uh, there will be consequences. But um, I don't know, man. To to kick your points later out of a series. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't condone what I did. It was wrong. Um, I mean. It's a it's a heated sport. We all make mistakes, and but
2: uh, well, it's a very think. emotional sport too, Rusty. <laughs> it is. The it the, is. the people in the grandstands don't understand. Once your adrenaline is racing while you're while you're racing, um, and, and something like that happens, uh, emotions really come into play.
3: Oh, definitely, and 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 it's uh, like you said, it's a very very uh, adrenaline-packed sport. When I mean. When you're out there on a the racetrack leading a race for 31 laps and you're already on edge and your adrenaline's pumping when something like that happens i mean it, it it takes you a good five or 10 or 15 minutes to to come down off that adrenaline high to really think straight again so
2: yeah i wonder how many extra people would be in the stands if uh you guys had shown up the next night
3: well and that's kind of what i said uh, i mean it, uh, like I said, don't get me wrong. I, what I what I did was wrong. I, there, there's a lot of kids that that are are going to look at that and and you know what I mean. Say what what the heck was that guy doing? But it's uh, not something I want to teach. You're them talking about fans, the but, you're
1: talking about shaking his helmet, not the you running across the infield. Uh, yeah, infielder. yeah, okay. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The shaking the helmet part, but um, but I mean, look at look at the ratings of NASCAR when back in the day when when stuff like that would happen. Everybody show up for the next race to see what was going to happen. It's uh, all of us—I mean, I would have shown up. We, all of us drivers would have shown up. They lost four or five drivers just because of that deal, and let alone the thirty or forty people that called me and said they weren't going to Thunderbird just because they kicked me out. So, well, um, I don't think it was a very good PR PR move on their part. But let them um, learn, I guess. Uh,
1: I, I got to mention that uh, audio was uh, courtesy of Motorsports Broadcasting of Michigan. The, the call there from i nInety six. Thanks uh, for letting me use that, Mister Heiser. Um did the uh, win uh, Saturday night then, the American Late Mile Series feature win at uh, Oak Shade, was that uh, kind of a little bit of redemption for you?
3: Yeah, a little bit. Um, we might have uh, we might have kept that green spoiler on there for uh, <laughs> a little bit of redemption purposes. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, it definitely feels good to come back after something like that, after destroying a race car and having to uh, have them pull out back backup car and get everything ready and go racing the next night. I mean, it, it definitely feels good to... Uh, Get the backup car out and, and go kick their butts at Oakshade. It it's uh, definitely a good way to rebound. The
2: backup car is every bit as good as your primary car, though, right?
3: Uh, well, the, the the car we raced Saturday at Oakshade is my. It, it's kind of my. It's it's the, the <laughs> it's the stepchild. It's uh, it's good. It's won us a bunch of races, but I just the the car we wrecked at I ninety six is my favorite car. Um, it just uh, you know you know how it is, Ron. You can build two cars the same, identical,
2: and, absolutely. Uh, even
3: though even though you probably win races in both of them, but one of them, one of them's always your favorite. So um, the uh, I mean, don't get me wrong; they're both really good race cars. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to getting that one back on the track. So
2: a lot of years ago, we had a car called Thumper and got wrecked really bad, and I fixed it. But the only reason I fixed it was because everybody said I couldn't. So <laughs> and and, yeah. and it was a great car again.
3: Yep. And that's usually how it is. I mean you can you you know how it is you build race cars. you can you can take two of them right off the jig back to back, built the same out of the same tubing and and they've always got different characteristics, so
1: So are you gonna put that uh that card that you uh that uh got wrecked Friday night back together? Or are you working yeah, on a totally uh, new one? We
3: already we took it to C J's after we went to Macon Monday night and on our way home we, we unloaded at CJ's and took it apart and uh dropped it off and Carlos fixed it up for us, and we got it home ready to uh, ready to get it ready for the summer nationals. So,
1: so you're going to run that car instead of uh, continuing in the backup, then?
3: Uh, we'll, we'll run them both. Um, actually, the the car that I'm in uh, now, after we wrecked, was supposed to be the big track car, and um, that one we're, we were going to run on the short tracks. It's got a little bit more traction up off the corners, and the other one seems to like a, momentum tracks a little bit better. So. Uh, we 'll probably end up utilizing both race cars on the on the summer Nationals, just depending on what type of track it is and plus it gives us a little bit of a break from uh, if, if we wreck one car, we can pull the next one out the next night and give us a, give us a day or two to put the other one back together so we 'll probably jump back and forth between the two now
2: you 're talking about handling characteristics, and I asked Scott <laughs> early on um, Scott Bloomquist won a race Thursday night uh, in Lucas Oil. Um, and he seemed to have a little more toe out than we normally run. Are we missing something there?
3: <laughs> well, I I I guarantee I run just about as much, if not more, than anybody on the racetrack, so I've i told people for years that the more toe out the better. Um I just proved it. <laughs> but I those for are those that, times, I don't know if you remember back, I think it was oh six. Um the very beginning of the race, uh somebody had put me into in a in a tractor tire at Oakshade, as a as a Barney Oakfield, probably lap three or four. I had to hit a U-tire, and same thing. I broke the left front tire rod, and that that tire dragged underneath the header the whole time. And I drove from, like, 13th or 14th up to the lead and was checked out, gone, going to win the thing. And we had a caution, and the only reason I had to stop is because I couldn't get the damn thing around the racetrack under caution. I understand.
2: (laughs) And and that surprised me because I understand that Bloomquist had a couple of caution restarts and drove right around it.
3: That's that's tough. I couldn't I couldn't keep mine. I bought Reno. That was when I had the backstretch flagman at Oakshade. And I bought the the cone guy there. I bought ran over the cone guy three or four times. I had to pull it in the pits cuz I was going to kill somebody under caution.
2: Yeah, I've been there done that. <laughs>
1: uh so you've run the the Summer Nationals before and uh I, as I recall, I think you ended up upside down uh a couple years ago doing that.
3: 2011, I believe it was at okay. Brownstown qualifying. We flipped one um, on the summer nationals. Yep.
2: That's all by <laughs> your own self.
3: Yep. I shoot. My first two flips were by myself. The first one was at Oakshade <laughs> uh, in in Mike Lawrence's car. We flipped that one in hot laps, and then a year or two later, we flipped that one at Brownstown qualifying all by myself on the cushion.
1: Well, let's not do that this year.
3: I want to try not to <laughs> how how much Hopefully of the... I got my one and only out of the out of the way for the year? Have you run the whole uh summer national series before? is this most, I, most I've ever ran I believe is seventeen in one year okay you're... thirteen in a row is the most I've ever made.
1: you're gonna try and make it all the way to uh Oak shade this year
3: that's the plan well uh i mean that that's the deal you gotta do one race at a time and see how it goes and uh we'll uh We'll run a first week or so and kind of evaluate where we're at. If it's not making sense, we'll drop off and and do our own deal and and just pick and choose like I do every year. But, yeah, the the goal as of now is to to try and do the whole thing as long as 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 I can get geared back up here and get the toter home back in shape and get Tyler healed up and get get (laughs) these two cars put back together in the next two weeks.
2: Yeah, give Tyler a couple of weeks to make some money
1: and quit spending
3: it. (laughs) For sure. That summer
1: nationals deal, that, uh, that starts in what? A little over two weeks,
3: yeah. I think it's like
1: the 12th, and then 13th, it's somewhere in there. Then it's like uh, pretty much you're racing every single day with a few nights off here and there, maybe some rain outs, but uh, pretty much you'll be racing for about a month
3: straight up. Yep, it's, uh, I think, it's a 31 day span. I think 27 or 28 races, something like that.
1: That's got to be, uh, it's got to be a little, it's got to
3: be hard.
2: There is a reason they call it the <laughs> hell tour
3: <laughs> for sure for sure. Yeah, it's definitely tough. Like I said, I I made it 13 days. That was the most I've ever made it and we uh we ran out of motors and had to go home. So, hopefully uh hopefully we can keep everything together this year and um pace ourselves a little bit to get through the first half of it and hopefully run strong.
1: All right. So, don't uh don't do any flips, don't break your uh, le- left tie rod and uh <laughs> Uh, we'll hope to see you then uh, for that uh, finale, the Friday and Saturday show at Oakshade, July. No,
3: we'll definitely be there, regardless. Thirteenth
1: and uh,
3: one way 14th. or another.
1: Yeah, you you've actually uh, have a bir- at least one birthday race win. Is it just the one?
3: Yep, just one. I should have won three or four of them, but you know how that goes. <laughs> like like you said earlier, if it wasn't for bad luck. I wouldn't have any.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember. Um, I don't know, who who finished second to you uh, that time that you won?
3: Uh, Jack Sullivan, I believe.
1: Yeah. I don't remember if I was talking to him or whoever finished third and uh they were pretty impressed. They were like, Yeah, that guy over there that won, uh he's a <laughs> I gotta take notice of him. Yeah, where did he come <laughs> from? Yeah.
3: Well that's uh yeah, Jack Jack Sullivan was probably because he, he went across the scales and thought he won the race, but he didn't realize he, he didn't know I was uh three quarters of a lap ahead of everybody. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see me anymore. So what what is your favorite track that uh, you've you've raced all around all around the country now? Uh, what's your favorite track to race on?
3: Um, favorite track, man, it's hard. There's so many different things that go into a favorite track. I mean, obviously, I love Oak Shade. I got shoot who who knows sixty seventy feature wins at that place in different classes. But I, that, that's one of my one of my home tracks. That'll be always one of my favorite. But as far as uh, as far as track surface and an actual awesome place to race, I, Belleville, man, what, the the place we went this Sunday. Uh, that's one of my favorite little tracks. It's a little fifth-mile bullring out in Illinois, and um, I just—I uh, don't know—I guess got, I got a soft spot in my heart for those little fifth-mile em up bullrings. <laughs>
1: gotcha. I've heard that you're not a fan of Eldora. Is that true?
3: Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I love Eldora as far as the, the atmosphere and, and, and what the track is and what it brings, um, and I have—I mean, I have fun racing there. Uh, for the most part, as long as it's, uh, if I don't have to worry about the money I'm putting in the race cars and how hard it is on stuff. And, um, I just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, there's so much luck involved at that place. there it's just, it's way too fast for the way our race cars are built nowadays. It's so, it's so aero dependent. It takes a lot of the driver out of the race car. Um, it it's, it's super speedway racing to me. And I just, I don't enjoy that. I like the, I like the little, fifth mile and quarter mile stuff and Oak uh, Oakshade's about the biggest track that uh, that I really like. Uh, uh when when it starts getting when it starts getting aerodependent dependent, you can't pull up on somebody's bumper on corner entry and you gotta leave two or three car links in between you to turn and that's just not racing to me. It's not fun. It's not what I grew up on and I don't like it.
2: Do you see the sanctioning bodies changing any of that aero dependency?
3: <sighs> Man, I don't think it's ever gonna happen. There's there's too many. There's too many big name, big money people at the top level of our sport right now that that are. They're making too much money off of that type of racing. Um, they've got the aero packages figured out. They've got the uh, they got the data acquisition and the access to the wind tunnels and and the stuff that kind of gives them an edge on those racetracks. And uh, people and, actually and so take
1: their late models to the wind tunnel. Absolutely.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, all the time. I did not know. That,
1: that seems like all that'd be time. expensive. Have you taken yours?
3: I've never had mine in a winter. Okay. I don't know. We've talked about it. That's one thing that it's uh, one thing we've got on our on our radar here with the with this Rayburn by RSR deal. Um, now that I'm selling these race cars, uh, I feel like that's kind of one of the next steps. I mean, we've been to the pull down rig and. Uh, we've been we've been doing everything else to to try and make these things uh, as top notch as we can make them, but I think we're missing a little bit in the in the aero package uh, world right now. So it's definitely on the radar. We've looked around and we've got some pricing, and it is definitely not cheap. So
2: make sure you share your information with some of your close <laughs> friends.
3: <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure you'll uh, I'm sure you'll hear all about it, Ron. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet
1: I will. Now, you've had a, a pretty decent uh, success since uh, dropping off of the uh, World of uh, Crafts, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Models uh, Tour. You got a, a bunch of uh, ethanol wins, uh, and really, you've picked up uh, wins all kind of at a bunch of different tracks. How many different tracks have you won at now?
3: Uh, We've won, let's see, we've got seven wins. We got.
1: You got like a little 96. map that's got like a little dot for each place that you you won. I saw. <laughs> yeah,
3: Matt, Matt Smith takes care of that for me. Every time I win one, he updates my map. Uh, I think we got one at Attica, one or two at Attica, one or two at I ninety six. I think we got one at Oakshade last week. Uh, we won Montpelier a few weeks ago. We won one down in Columbus, Mississippi. Um,
1: so your luck seems it. your luck seems to have changed since you you pulled out of that tour and and just kind of been picking and choosing races to go to. Um, yeah. Well, that
3: kind of goes with the with the saying "you you, you make your own luck." You know what I mean? It's uh, uh, we we didn't go on that world of Outlaw deal expecting to go kick everybody's butts. Like we we expected to get our butts kicked at first, and and it, it was going to be a learning experience. And and that's exactly what I mean. I, I I count that as the the reason that we're doing as good as we are right now. Like I said earlier. Um, we, you go race against those guys, and and you learn. If your cars, if your cars to tick off, you're going to know about it, and you're going to you're going to bust your head all week long trying to figure out how to get that extra tenth or two tenths that you need. And um, when you when you figure out how to run with those guys, and and, and those guys run hard. I mean, they're fifty, seventy five lap, hundred lap races, and and they run hard every, every all hundred laps. They're wide open. There's no there's no get out in the lead in, in in coast. I mean they're they're wide open all all the time. It's just a different driving it's a whole different driving perspective than what it is around here. Um, so when I get back to the local and regional stuff, I think it just makes us look that much better and it, we're we're on top of our game a little bit more.
2: When you were with the Outlaws, were there any of the guys that uh, threw you a few bones and said, "Hey, you know, try this or think about this?" Um <laughs> Or were they really very
3: secretive? No, I mean you've got your clicks that are that are secretive. I mean you've got the the obvious rockets, uh, the, the XR1 click that um, you might as well not even talk to them because they're not going to say nothing. And they're <laughs> they're, they're not going to share their kool aid. They got their noses in the air. So <laughs> um, you drown I mean, that like, way. Uh, by the way, like even Mike Mikey Marlar, he's he was a good one. Uh, he was always talking to us, and he he's a Rayburn guy. So he he likes what we're doing, and. He likes to see me. Uh, likes to see me run good, and he he was always one of the first ones down to the car. If he if he thought he saw something that that would help me improve, he was one of the first ones to to give me a tip or help me out. And um, yeah, there, there's there's a few of them like that that'll <laughs> that'll help you out. I mean, it's it's the camaraderie's there just like it is at, at any form. It's just uh, some of those top level money guys are a little more secretive and. Uh, to themselves a little more
2: well you 're i mean you 're a swing arm guy in a four bar world so
3: um, <laughs> yeah there wasn 't much help anybody could really give me uh, <laughs> but, Yeah. yeah so uh, that, that was one of the other tough things is trying to figure that out all on our own i mean we're we don 't have uh, we don 't have twenty other x r ones in the pits than uh, practice nights with those guys they 'd come off the track and then you 'd see a little x r one huddle in the middle of the pit area and then they'd they 'd break the huddle and go out and Pick up three tenths of a second on their next practice session, and poor old Rusty's there, guys, <laughs> trying to trying to call CJ on the phone, and he tells me to go get a hot dog. So
2: <laughs> um, you'll be fine. Just leave the car alone. And go get a hot dog. Yep, that, that's classic <laughs> CJ. Yep,
3: yeah, most of the time that's some of the best advice he'll ever give you. But uh, at, at that level, I mean, there's uh, we're, we're we're missing just a little bit, um, and, and it's not a lot because when we hit. And we hit on something like it, LaSalle. We, that fifteen thousand win race there. We both won both nights of that deal. Um, had the first night one, had a flat, and then the second night we we ran second. So, and and that was against all those top notch guys. And uh, track track surface. We learned uh, a, a lot of the track surfaces are are huge to what we're doing. Um, the the red clay. We we got to figure out the red clay a little bit, uh, and that's that's kind of one of the one of the things that killed us when we went down to Mississippi. Is that that dirt down there is a little different and. Those guys got a notebook of what to do in them circumstances, and I, I don't have that notebook yet. So,
1: You need to get a spy. <laughs> get, get a spy to check that out. Uh, do you have uh, any plans? Uh, I know that uh, it's a little ways off, but uh, as far as uh, what you're going to be doing after the Summer Nationals, are you going to take a break, or is it just kind of depend on how that all goes?
3: Well there's there's no breaks in my world. <laughs> well, and I'm
1: I'm sure
2: the UMP championship factors into there because that you know, that can that can get you through the winter
3: yep and uh, that's I mean that's kind of our fall back fallback plan if uh if if we uh are sitting good at the end of the year here I mean we're not going to necessarily try for it and, and go race all over the country like we did last year on on Sundays that we got to drive nine hours to go to get a race in um We're just going to kind of do our thing and race where we want and if uh, if we're sitting good at the end of the year, we'll make a run at it, and if we're not sitting good we'll We'll go run around at some bigger paying shows, maybe down to Atomic and stuff like that at the end of the year, and that's not UMP, and, and try and pick up some of them wins.
1: Any uh, any aspirations to, uh, I guess, go beyond the the World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series? You know, maybe a, a, a truck or at Eldora or something. Or what what's your career goal? I guess as far as racing goes.
3: Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think I'm too old at this point for career goals. Uh, I just want to make a living. A <laughs> well, living you're younger there. than me. <laughs> well, at, at, at 31 years old, I'll be 32 this summer. There, there's nobody out there you're looking even younger to, than to I thought. a 31-year-old <laughs> in a NASCAR anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. you got to be like 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I I, I plan on sticking with, with what I'm doing now. I love the the dirt late models. Um... It's just—it's something I've always enjoyed. Something I've always loved. I've never even had any real aspirations to go run NASCAR. I mean, I uh, would—if somebody wanted to throw me in a truck uh, at Eldora, I would—I would definitely take that opportunity. That—that looks like a blast, and um, it. The, those trucks are so uh, so non-aero dependent like we are. I mean, you can the, they put on a heck of a race every year, and I think that would actually be a, a fun deal to do around Eldora. Um,
1: if you get to
2: go down there, don't tell those guys how to set the trucks up. And <laughs> take the sway bar, take the
1: sway bar off, and yeah, Bobby was it Bobby Pierce? He does pretty good uh, yeah. running those.
3: Yep. Well, Bobby's Bob a heck of a wheelman. I mean, he's uh, he's like me. He grew up on grew up on all these little bull rings, and and he can wheel the crap out of a race car. Uh, he he, you take that you take that air away from uh, the, the dependency out of the factor, and and the, the cream rises to the top. I mean, the the guy that will wheel the crap out of the car every lap and isn't afraid to to take chances and, and, and put that car or truck or whatever it may be in, in spots that other people wouldn't those, those are the guys that are going to succeed so and, yeah, that's what you see with Bobby and, and Larson and, and those guys like that every year that they at the end of the race they're, they're standing in victory lane on a truck that's smoking and the right rear tires barely got any tread left, <laughs> left on it and spoilers the knocked off the of it <laughs> so would
1: you would you ever consider running a pavement series
3: I, if somebody wanted me to put me in a car on an off night i i would i 'll drive i 'll race wheelbarrows if you want me to but i it 's definitely not been something i 'm i 'm interested in or would 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 seek out to do on my own i mean
1: I like this <laughs> idea of wheelbarrow races we should add this as a class
3: <laughs> but yeah i mean i i 'm a race car driver i 'll race anything i just i, I don 't like the asphalt stuff but it doesn 't look fun to me um i don 't know ron you you ran asphalt in your day what how 's it hold up to the dirt
1: yeah <laughs> All right one one final question here. Uh, what's your favorite racing movie?
3: Favorite racing movie? Man, Talladega Nights,
1: Cars.
3: Man, I'd have to say Six Pack. Six Pack. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's been a that's been a pot that's been an answer. A popular well, answer. I'd isn't. have to
3: go with Six Pack. Uh, I mean uh, uh, Days of Thunder is kind of uh, I mean uh, that, that's everybody's favorite. That, uh, don't get me wrong, I've watched Days <laughs> of Thunder quite a bit in my day, but I think six pack is uh And the kids and it like of, it. Uh, yep, and that, that kinda of sums up my, my racing. I mean it yes, <laughs> that, sir. I wanted to I was that uh, I was that low budget trying to figure out how to get to the racetrack and, and go kick butt and win races kinda of guy my whole life. So that, that definitely fits me a little bit more than any racing movie I've ever watched. Now, uh you
1: also you have a shop too, uh kinda like uh Ron does. Uh yeah. any way that uh, people can contact you Facebook or...
3: Yeah, Facebook. We've got a Facebook page, uh, Rusty Schlenk uh, Race Cars, Parts and Fabrication, um, or just my personal Facebook page, and, uh, or 567-202-7771. That's my cell phone number. Yeah, we do uh, We do pretty much the same thing Ron does. He's got a little more experience at it than I do and a little more time to do it. So I usually, uh, if I'm busy, I try and send people Ron's way. But <laughs> um, yeah, if anybody in my area needs anything done, we do fab work just like Ron, bodies and interiors and, and chassis and... Uh, we sell parts. Uh, pretty much the same thing Ron does.
1: Yes you do. Competition. It's McDonald's and Burger King talking to each other it's, right it's now. It's friendly competition friendly, friendly though, competition.
3: Scott. Okay. It really is. <laughs> All right. I don't look at Ron as competition. He's uh he's more of a, a mentor to me, so All
1: right, I, I, I I lied. That was, I that movie question wasn't my last one. <laughs> this this is my last question. Uh where are you get where are you gonna be uh, running this weekend? Where can people find you racing?
3: Uh the plan with Attica and Oak Shade, weather permitting. Oh, uh crap. Attica's not looking real pretty, but <laughs> <laughs> Ron's
1: not going to share any notes with you on Saturday. <laughs> You're not part of the the Ron Miller clique. Sure he is. <laughs> Rusty's got his own click though, I think.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about a clique, but
1: <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, good luck this weekend and I appreciate the time again and uh you, I, you do a lot of good stuff. You have the the future of the sport uh, deal that you do. We talked to you about that during the off season and uh you're a busy guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. We try and we try and do as much uh, back to the sport as we can, and um, like uh, like you said, we help. Uh, we we got the the race uh the race shop here, and I try and help as many people as we can. And um, I like to uh, I like to see all the young kids run good. And I uh, I don't know. That's just something we. Uh, I've got so much help over the years to to get to where I'm at. That's just something I like to do is uh, is, is give back as much as I can. And Hopefully, uh, hopefully, karma will take its course and change my bad luck here soon. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Good luck this weekend, uh, and good luck uh, running the uh, uh, Summer National Tour as well.
2: Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> rethink about going to Oakshade Saturday. There's got to be someplace pays more.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to stay close to home so I can uh, get some of my customer stuff done and get uh, get all my you know, spare parts and shit built before the Summer understand. National. I got a whole bucket list of stuff I got to. I thought we were going to be on track uh, to, to be ready for this deal, but when you flip a card on the back straight away, and all I, I think I got hit by first and second and third and fourth and fifth and all the way. Up and the then bottom. when
1: you were upside down, you got hit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, and for those uh, for those of you who don't know that Rusty, you're actually you know located right uh, in Northwest Ohio, right in the area there in Wood County. Is it Wood
3: County there? Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh no, I think we're Henry here. Is it
1: Henry? But, well you're like right yeah. on the line there between the two, yeah, aren't you? Yeah,
3: we're right yeah, we're right uh we're right close to Henry and Wood. So not too far from we're, Bowling Green.
1: One
2: final question. What's oh. your favorite restaurant?
3: Oh geez. <laughs> Mama D's, duh. <laughs> um Throw yeah, a plug yeah, in for Mama we, D's. We, we, what's that?
2: I say throw a plug in for Mama D's.
3: <laughs> yep, we gotta we gotta throw a plug in for the wife or uh, she'll she'll kill me if I don't, so no, we uh, we own a little dairy bar here, uh, restaurant and dairy bar in McClure. About I've seen a block picture and a half from my race shop.
1: I was gonna say I've seen a picture of uh, your late model parked in uh, the parking lot out front.
3: Yeah, sometimes I uh, sometimes we take it parked up front just to try and drum up some business and get some people to stop by and look at the race car and buy some ice cream cones. I'm have to get but usually there. when I do that, I end up having to work because it gets so busy that she can't take keep up on it, so then I get stuck making ice cream cones, and that's terrible.:
2: <laughs> Well, cool. I kept you from getting from Danny kicking your butt.
1: I think.: her <laughs> Is, is, there, is there, there a sticker on your car
3: promoting Mama Dee? Oh, man, there's not. Oh. There was I just got there you in trouble. room this year.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll just keep giving her big plugs then.
3: Yeah, will do. Thanks, guys. I appreciate
1: it. Yeah, we'll talk to you later, Rusty. See you Saturday. <laughs>
3: we'll see you around. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: Rusty Slank uh going to be running the uh, Summer Nationals Tour this year. Again, giving it another shot. I
2: believe he's on top of uh, UMP late model points. Yeah, if he's not that. on
1: top, he's real close. Yeah, and how many times champion of uh, UMP national points is he? A couple times, for sure. At least twice, yeah. See the defending? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, He won last year. I don't remember all these things. Uh, uh, coming up a little bit, we're going to check out the weekend weather pit stop, your forecast for uh, local tracks this weekend, courtesy of Ryan Weekman from uh, WTOL 11. Last uh, weekend, though, we had uh, at the Coca-Cola 600, apparently somebody had a radio and was interfering with radio communications during the cup race. Really? Coca-Cola 600. You didn't hear that? No. There's actually some uh, video out there. Of the guy, I think he told uh, one of the drivers to shut the F up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And Kyle Busch actually was uh, one of the guys that had uh, radio communication issues because of that. He was trying to switch to his backup radio mm-hmm. during the final stage, which, by the way, he won all four stages of uh, the Coca-Cola 600 there, yeah. But uh, for five laps at least, I think it might have been eight, depending on what which story you go with. Uh, he did not have radio communication because he was trying to figure out how to switch to his backup radio because it was dark and he couldn't see. any I guess, he had never done that before. He never had to switch to his backup radio. Hmm. Something we don't, we're not familiar with at the dirt. Yeah, we, we're not allowed to have radio. We just have the we, receiver, which we just get yelled at yeah somebody somebody
2: somebody up in the tower yells at you and you can't say anything about yeah it's just not fair
1: yeah and it sounded like a kid too that had the radio really from what i heard but probably uh, some
2: kid with a radio shack
1: yeah yeah not cool i'm pretty sure there's uh that's like uh federally uh regulated there i don't know you could get in big trouble doing that stuff uh, another thing, too, I posted on our uh, Facebook page, a guy climbed up the, uh, the saw that. The fence so he could get some pictures of the cars going underneath of him. Apparently, he missed the pictures of cars wrecking through catch fences. Nothing and, you know, unsafe about that. He might have been a little inebriated, too. I, I don't know. But,
2: uh, <laughs> some alcohol may have been involved.
1: I don't believe he got to stay to watch the whole race, because uh, I think he got escorted out. So don't. If you go to an NASCAR, well, any security race. guy
2: pulling him yeah. off the fence by his ankles <laughs> had to get his attention.
1: Yeah, not a good idea. If you think about climbing a, a catch fence, don't do it. No, no, it's, it's not good for anybody, really. Uh, Pocono four hundred is uh, Sunday two o'clock. You can watch that on Fox Sports One. Natalie Decker had surgery. I was telling you a little bit about this uh, right after the Charlotte race, uh, Charlotte last uh, Thursday, I believe it was. Right. And uh, Friday she had. Hernia surgery on her uh, abdomen, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, And she was planning on racing tomorrow at uh, Pocono. ARCA's there tomorrow evening. Uh, but apparently, she, I just saw before we came on that she was not cleared. So Brennan Poole will be racing her uh, number 25 ARCA car. Just FYI. Just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Did you watch any of the uh, Indianapolis 500? I did. Most of it. And most. I It's kind of in and out, but... Uh, uh was a bunch of bunch of a couple drivers that were up front pitted with about four laps to go I think and Will Power ended up uh, winning that
2: it was fun race to watch uh, sometimes that race can be a real snoozer uh Ed Carpenter ran really well the first part of the race um and he was definitely a fan favorite but Will Power was uh it, it, it was almost a tearjerker Scott watching the post
1: race I didn't with, watch with the post race
2: his uh his wife was just uh, she was just a
1: wreck and uh, I did see that during the last few laps I kept showing her they do that a lot for, with,
2: with that water bottle all scrunched yeah. up yeah
1: yeah you don't think they get
2: and nervous or chewed and, but uh, the, the victory lane uh, interaction between uh, between power and his wife was pretty cool
1: and uh, Danica finished her career with a crash yep by herself alone yeah but to be fair she wasn't, she wasn't the only she one. was there not was the only, only
2: one whose car got loose uh and did exactly the same thing
1: so tough way to, to end their career and then i right. think i was watching a post-race uh inter- or a ceremony thing they have like a award ceremony or something i don't know what it was but she was all dressed up and i think that somebody asked if she planned to come back and she was like nope she made her decision she's done so but racers sometimes change their mind you know it seems like very often when a racer changes
2: his mind about her retiring, mind. Um, bad things happen. Not the first time. So yeah, uh, if she has has it in her mind that that's th- that she's done, she should be done.
1: All right. Uh, this weekend, uh, IndyCar in Detroit for the Chevrolet Duel in Detroit on Belle Isle. Duel number 1 happens Saturday at 3:30 on ABC. Duel number 2, Sunday at 3:30 on ABC.
3: Mm,
2: I may not be watching. You may not? nope I'm not a big fan of ABC right now and we'll drop it
1: at that. Oh dear lord. <laughs> get into that. From the I don't care files of that uh we're going to move into uh the weekend weather pit stop. This is your weekend
0: weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman and what a different feeling weekend this is going to be for you racing fans compared to the scorcher of a Memorial Day weekend. Let's start off Friday night where there still will be a little bit of heat and mugginess. Myland, Attica, Land, and Toledo. This chance for just a isolated thunder shower should be fading away quickly before any green flags drop. So I'm calling for dry right now for those races. Saturday, almost guaranteeing dry weather should see much lower humidity as well. How about high temperatures only in the 70s for Saturday? Oakshade, Fremont, Flat Rock, Waynesfield, and Sandusky looking at you. A free air conditioning type of night, much cooler compared to last weekend. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Don't forget, download that free First Alert weather app. You can track not only the hour-by-hour hour forecast, but Friday night you can watch as those showers and thunderstorms move out of the area. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weakman. It was humid as hell
2: last weekend, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Wow. And, and all week this week.
1: Yeah. That, uh, um, a lot of uh, racing going on this weekend, too. We had a lot uh, last weekend. Attica has the uh, Burns Electric Sutton Bake Night. It's also Scout Night and Dollar Dogs. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, tomorrow night, Fast uh, 410s. Uh, Attica Raceway Park slash Wayne County Speedway late models. They got a series with a, another track over there.
2: Yeah, wait a minute. What? Attica's advertising Dollar Dogs? Isn't there another area track that does there, Dollar there is, that's Dogs regular price. every, every yeah. single night? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. The same place as the Big O Burgers. Yeah. Yum. Okay. Uh, Italian
2: sausage if you get on the right side of the racetrack. What?
1: 305 is <laughs> also in action at Attica. Gates open at 5 Racing at 745. General admission tickets, 15 bucks for that. Lime also in action tomorrow night. They're having the Run for the Rabbit. Uh, NRA Sprint Invaders, 2,000 Wind modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Pit Gate opens at 4.30, racing 7.30, $12 general admission for that. Toledo Speedway, Night of Destruction. Apparently this is a very popular event, and that's, uh, remember we had Charlie in here, photographer, right. talking about that, not one of his favorite events, because he had fireworks getting shot at him.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were having school bus figure eights, train figure eights, boat figure eights, flagpole race, plus uh, late model sportsman silver cup 35 lap. Feature. Before I
2: forget... Before I forget, if if we have a racer out there that needs a boat and a trailer for the boat figure 8 race, (laughs) give me a call. What's that Uh, number? 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE.
1: And uh, I'll make you a
2: smoking deal on on a pretty ugly boat with a trailer.
1: There you go. You can get in on the boat figure 8 tomorrow night at Toledo Speedway. Also, uh, factory stocks and the regular figure 8s. Uh, so a lot going on tomorrow at Toledo Speedway, uh, racing at 7:30. General admission is uh, 16 bucks for all that. Wow! Yeah. Milo Dragway has the Aeroquip Performance Products Heads Up Series that uh, features eight classes. Gates open at 11 a.m. with qualifying at 2. 20 bucks for uh, spectator general admission there. Saturday night, Oak Shade's got a full show of late model sportsmen bombers and compacts. Gates open at 4. Racing at 7. 12 dollars general admission. Fremont.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, it's Wallace Racing Product tonight. We've got to be fair.
1: Is it? I thought there was a yes week sir. after. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I didn't. Okay. Pretty sure that Is it Wallace said. Racing Products tonight? I, I believe Another it is. Another competitor of yours? Yes. That's Wendy's. Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's. Yeah. But you guys all kind of work together. Though. We do. Right. Dan Wallace is a good nope. guy. No Burger Wars there. Nope. Uh, Ga- I already did Gates Times. You uh, did. Fremont. Vision Quest Hall of Fame night. 410 sprints, 305s, dirt trucks, late miles, gates open to 4 racing at 7. $15 general admission there. Flat Rock has the UAW Local 3000 and Autograph Night. Uh, Autographs uh, taking place on the track at 615. Uh, they're going to have street stocks, late miles, figure 8s, and the TKC carts. Not really sure what that is, but that's some kind of cart series. We talked about go-carts last week, we? did we? talk about go karts Yeah. I wonder if they'll have the Armor Wall Tire. I'll bet they will. Whoa. Pit gates open at uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday for Flat Rock and racing starts at 7 p.m. $15 general admission. Waynesfield has the blue collar showcase uh, featuring UMP modifieds, mini sprints, tough trucks, and compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, $12 general admission there. And uh, finally, some Dusky Speedway. Has the CRS Truck Series, Modifieds, and Renegades. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, and uh, $10 general admission at uh, Sandusky Speedway on Saturday night. Very reasonable. Absolutely. Uh oh. It is time. I see the caution lights. For the record report, under caution with Perry Cox. uh, Well, I'll just let him uh, tell you about it. How's that?
0: Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution. Tonight on the show, my wife interviews Matt Lindsay, driver of the 49 late model at Oakshade Raceway. Take it away, honey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, baby. <laughs> What's your car number and why? 49. My dad always ran 49. He started with 44 and ended up with 49, so I just kept the number so everybody would see it so it would be familiar. How many years have you been racing? Uh, this is my 10th year. What's your favorite memory from last season and why? Um, my, favorite, my favorite race of last year is probably the ethanol race, because we had a good run, and I thought I was going to get my butt kicked, but I didn't. OK, there's one more question. Can you name the last three presidents of the United States? The last three? Oh, all right, Trump, Obama, and Bush.
3: Thank
0: you. Thanks for being on the show Matt Hats off to all the racers out at Oakshade Last Saturday put on one hell of a show Looking forward to a repeat this Saturday night Make sure you guys are getting those cars prepped and ready We'll see you at the track Until then, remember There's only two kinds of race engines Ones that are blown up And ones that are going to blow up it's probably time to change your oil
1: and that's uh, about our show for tonight next uh next week's june it is yeah steve kester gonna be on late model driver he's uh got a, at least an attica and an oak shade wind pretty excited about that steve has he's a little, fun guy to talk to he, he,
2: and he's really come into his own
1: yeah he was uh when we were, had that rain delay he was over uh talking to uh terry and, and chrissy you know about what we were gonna do and when we were gonna do it and he was like we're going to race tonight, and I'm going to, you know, we're going to, let's do this. And he was uh, actually, I think, one of the first cars to come onto the track and help run in the Great. track, too. So, uh, looking forward to that. That's uh, next week on the show. Don't forget to uh, give Ron Miller a call, Ron Miller Race Cars, for all of your racing needs, or if you need a boat in a trailer for the, uh, the deal tomorrow night at Toledo Speedway. Give me a call. 734 856 7223. That's 856 Race. Uh, he's also got safety equipment and other parts and uh, and these things too. He's got some of these. Generally, yeah, When you lose one, you can get some of those from him too. In case you wondered, it was a grease fitting. I thought it was called a Zerk. It's also a
2: grease fitting. Oh, that works too. Scott lost one. I didn't lose it.
1: The the car did. And we provided it as as a service to a racer. There you go. Uh, If you want to be a sponsor of the show, make sure to uh, email me at scotthammer at iheartmedia.com. Check out our website, hammerdownracingreport.com. Advertising information on there as well. So There you go. That's it. We're done. Thank you. See you next week. Absolutely. 7 o'clock, Facebook Live. Don't forget to uh, listen to us on iHeartRadio as well. Anytime. If, if if you see a like button somewhere, make sure you hit it. There you go. See you next week.
0: You have been listening to the hammered down racing report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.